Create an Unstoppable Life, Episode 192. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad you're back. I'm so glad to be back. Today we have a treat. You get to meet Dr. Michelle Quirk. She's incredible. She's a pediatrician. She's a running coach. She's a wife. She's a dear friend. We love her so much. She was my running coach for the marathon. And today we are using her episode for her YouTube channel under Mindful Marathon. We're using it here. It is a conversation that is titled Beyond the Marathon and Emerging Stronger. I hope you enjoy. You will definitely see how lovely she is. And I'll see you next time. Ciao. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Mindful Marathon Conversations. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Quirk. I'm a pediatrician and a run coach and the founder of Mindful Marathon, where I help make running easy and fun for busy professionals. And today I have a very special guest with me and a dear friend with me, the amazing Dina George. Dina is passionate about living a life filled with love and service, and she's most proud of the depth and connection in the relationships with her husband, son, and her circle of friends. Professionally, she works with Green Cloud Apparel as the chief connector and a hospitalist in her local community. She is co-founder of two communities for women physicians, the Women Warrior Healers and Emerge for Doctors, and she is the host of Create an Unstoppable Life podcast, which is an amazing podcast, and I want to welcome her to the show. Welcome, Dina. (laughs) Thank you so much. It is wonderful to be here and spend time with you. I wanted to start with going back to the marathon, so that is when I got to really uh, work in depth with you and with your husband, Craig, you guys ran a marathon in December, 2021. We did. We did. That's the year that I turned 50. And I don't remember how much you and I talked before that. Like I knew about you. I think we probably had a couple of conversations, but nothing really uh, deeper than that, that I remember. Uh, But I knew thinking about the marathon, knowing that I was turning 50, that I couldn't do it alone. And that's the value of having a running coach is somebody objective who can see what I'm not seeing, who could break things down into small pieces, who can remind me that it is not the pace that counts. It is, it's the consistency that counts. It's the repetition that counts. It's the finding ways to make it a little bit more fun. It's finding ways to ease any stress or, or any strain and to to continually like rethink because it's not one thing that makes us successful. It's a lot of little things, practicing them over and over. So that's how like I just knew. Okay, Michelle needs to be our coach. We need to be on board. Craig said he would do the half marathon, and then as when we got to the half marathon, he's like, okay, I'll do the marathon too. And it's it's because of your help and support. We couldn't have done it alone. I, I remember that I Craig was coming to some of the the calls with you, and then at the half after the half marathon, I was like, "All right, so he's going to be dropping off now." And he was like, "Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> he's here for it." <laughs> and so you guys ran it together. That was really wonderful. We did, we did. You know, it, 
when I think about my life, I generally go down the path of what's the hardest thing that I can imagine. <laughs> so medical school, hardest thing I can imagine practicing medicine, hardest thing I can imagine running a marathon, hardest thing I can imagine. <laughs> so of course the year you turn 50, it's like now, it now is the time. <laughs> Was that one of the whys, like you were turning 50 and you had always wanted to do this or was it like a more recent goal that brought you guys to want to do it in the first place? (laughs) It was something that was like peripherally, maybe someday. Mm. It was one of those, maybe someday. And I thought there are things that I need to just draw a line in the sand and say, I'm doing it or I'm not doing it. Like this, maybe someday no longer fits in my world. And so that's why, like, I'm going to do this because to not do it would be, would be just taking this easy out and finding lots of excuses. And that's not the life that I want to live. The life I want to live says I've got drive, determination, and focus. And I really want to push myself farther than I am comfortable with. And I want to see what's possible. And that's really what the beauty of doing the marathon for me was to see what's on the other side. Mm -hmm. So we committed probably six, seven months of training. We were running four, usually four days a week, sometimes three, sometimes six, um, but generally four. And to see what's on the other side. And when I crossed, we crossed that finish line together, we were holding hands and I just felt this intense amount of pride for us doing it, for us doing it together, for us going from miles 16 to 23 that I didn't think they were ever going to end. I'm just so proud of us that we we kept going. We crossed the finish line and I want to do it again because I want to feel that way again. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm proud of you guys too. And I, I loved, um, I loved the podcast. You guys did sort of a debrief about it, but you talked about it like before you went off to the race and then you did a debrief and I loved that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well now, you know, on the other side of the marathon, I, I was going to ask, you know, how have your movement goals changed? So that was like a year and a half ago, but you've kept up consistent running. I know because we, we text a lot about our running. <laughs> I have, I, I dropped off. I mean, the beauty about running is that it doesn't go away mm-hmm. and, and it can be, it could be like knitting or reading a book. Like you can, I can just pick it up and it's okay. And even if it hurts more than it used to, it's okay, but I can pick it up and it can, it can go with me wherever I'm at. My goals now are really strength. So this year I really want to get stronger. My son is in college. He's going in the army in a year and we went to the obstacle horse. I think I sent you a, a text or a photo from the obstacle course. My new goal is to go halfway up the, the hanging rope. So by the end of the year, halfway up the hanging rope, and it's funny to me to to set a goal that I I think this feels incredibly difficult. I think it's possible, but it's going to be very difficult. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's definitely so possible. Day, <laughs> yeah, so that day I couldn't do anything. I would grab on the rope and then I would freak out because nothing was happening and my arms were giving out and then I would let go. <laughs> so I want to focus on getting stronger for that task. And I also want to run a half marathon this year. And so I feel like I, my my movement goals are really just based on what I want to focus on in my life, right? And they don't have it doesn't have to be big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going up those ropes halfway sounds big to me, but <laughs> I also like that you're giving yourself a nice amount of time to do it. It's not like I have to do it tomorrow. You have times. 
I have lived the life of a high achiever, set a goal, make it impossible, kill yourself along the way, beat yourself up to get there <laughs> and then get there and go, oh, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> and then I realized, you know, I don't have to do it that way anymore. Like I really can break it down. And that was the, again, going back to the value of having a coach was breaking it down into those pieces. And I just got to focus on this week. That's mm -hmm. it. This yeah. week, I don't have to map everything out. I don't have to know everything, but this week, and here's some things that I can try or tweak or switch. Setting this goal, goal of going up halfway on the rope. A few years ago, I would have said all the way in two months. <laughs> and now I'm like, by the end of the year, halfway up, that's going to be great. Will I do more? Probably. <laughs> but I am holding myself to what the goal is, halfway up. Yeah, I love that. I also like having... In running, we have, you know, like A goal, B goal, C goal. Like when we when we set out to do the marathon that was six or seven months ahead of time, that can feel so far away. So we know we're working toward that, but having smaller ones along the way, what was that was helpful for me in training. It still is <laughs> when when a goal, the A goal race is so far off in the future. For sure. Yeah. We did a 5k and we did a half marathon and then we, we ramped up. I think there was maybe six weeks or so, eight weeks between the half marathon and the marathon. And we ramped up and then we said enough. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to finish period finish. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, movement is obviously a very important part of both of our lives. And last year, I had the pleasure and honor of leading a small group mindful movement session at a conference, the ACE conference that you put together with um, Dr. Uh, Don Sears. And I was wondering, we, we never really talked about this, but why did you have movement as a, a part of the conference? Yeah. Well, I wanted you to be there for sure. <laughs> I'm a huge Michelle, anyway. Michelle Quirk fan. It, it's because our, our goal, anything that Don and I do, our goal is that people feel good in their own skin. And I love the fact that you help people move in a way that feels good for them. I love that your, your mantra is run your own race. And I remind myself of that. This is my race. My race isn't over there. My race isn't with somebody else. This is my race. How do I want to run it? And so having mindful movement, we did a walk run session and Tony led the the faster group session. And that was fantastic because there were folks that wanted to run faster. Gives the opportunity for people to try something that they wouldn't ordinarily do and to try it in community where they're completely supported. So there were some that started the run and walk and then ended up walking and that's great. And there's some that wanted to run and that's great. And there's some that just stayed in the middle of the group. But I think it's essential in any conference that we have those components for people to connect connect with themselves, connect with their body, do something that they may not ordinarily do and do it in a way that feels good and do it with support so they, that they're not doing like I used to do as a high achiever, which is setting an impossible goal, beating themselves up to get there and thinking that's the right way to do things because it's not. Yeah, It's a way to get somewhere, but it's not, it's not a right way to do things when you're, when you're scarred at the end and not really appreciating the the accomplishment. Yeah. I think, you know, I remember some of the feedback 
right after the the run walk and you know there were just some whispers like oh I didn't know that you could run that way (laughs) yes yes runners are walkers too (laughs) yeah like there's not one definition to call yourself a runner or a jogger that you have to fit this box or this mold yeah you get to do it your way yeah, as we were jogging down the the driveway, you know, I was chit-chatting with the people who were around me. And um, yeah, that was other feedback too. Like, I didn't know that you could speak while you were jogging, <laughs> which, you know, my my runners know we, we go for, you know, we find everyone's easy pace. And so, you know, having a, a chance to be able to talk, like there's a place for running fast and speed work and all of those things, but it doesn't always have to be that way. Right. In our community of women physicians, we're high achievers and the internal narrative is to push ourselves harder, I think in general. And what the ACE conference, what the Emerge conference, what your work does is to really start to rewire that narrative, to, to disrupt the pattern of what we tell ourselves and introduce a lot of kindness, a lot of grace, a lot of compassion, and a lot of opportunity to see other ways of doing things. We don't have to speak negatively to reach a goal. We don't have to overwork, overtrain to reach a goal. We will still get there. Yeah. I I don't think that I could have gotten all all of that and gotten there on my own, right? Like it's been a whole community. It's been years of unlearning all of this. And of course, all of those, the high achieving parts of me are still there, but it has taken a village and a community. And I think that is what these conferences are offering is really to do this in community and know that we're all at different stages. We can, we can come to it from, from wherever we're at and it doesn't matter, but the shared community is a really important piece of things. That's one of the things, you know, we had sticky notes at the ACE conference and we ask people to put their, their ahas or something that they're taking away on the, on a board with those sticky notes. And one of them said, I learned how many other women are experiencing the same thing that I am, are thinking the same way that I am, are struggling with the same things that I am. And it's a completely different life experience when we feel like we're alone and nobody else is experiencing it and it's our fault, or we should have done something differently versus being in a community and and realizing how universal it is. And then not only realizing, well, if it's universal, it's not just me. And if it's not just me, then how can I shift this wiring? How can I let go of something I thought was me and just say, oh, that's human. That's human. How can I become a better human? That's why I run. I want to be a better human. And running forces me to push past the discomfort, figure out what's going on in my head and get to a place of really being kind and compassion to say, this is hard. Most people aren't doing this. And to to take myself off the hook from having to have all the answers, having to be in control and to be way more connected to my body to say, I'm going to slow down a little bit. I'm going to shorten the stride a little bit. I'm going to shift that goal because I don't need to run that many miles. I just kind of set an arbitrary number. I'm going to do what feels good. And I'm going to be proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Shifting the narrative. (laughs) Well- You know, we get to do this all over again, which is really exciting. (laughs) So tell us about Emerge Stronger and, you know, who it's for and where we can go and where, where we're meeting up. (laughs) I, 
I will tell you, I'm so excited about Emerge Stronger that just the, those two words, I think they sig signify a lot. And the focus is building on a, a stronger individual, like more insight, more appreciation, more connection within, and the same thing within a community of women that want that too. So I love that about who's coming and what's going to happen. It's a very intentional conference. It's a small conference for women physicians and dentists. We are starting February 29th. So we're going leap to year. meet on Leap Day next year in San Antonio. And there's just so many beautiful touches about this conference. It's warm. It's welcoming. We've got this beautiful conference team that is just so excited to greet every woman who's attending and to, to share an experience of coming together, going deeper here, going deeper, growing deeper in community, um, just really sharing how human we are and what, and figuring out what, what is better in our lives. So our own race, not what somebody else is doing, but going deeper here and figuring out what's better for me and how do I get there? Yeah. Yeah. And you'll, um, you'll have the chance to run walk with me. I'm, I'm leading a mindful movement session again. So I'm excited to check out the grounds of, of this, um, this venue. <laughs> right. Cause it's on the river. Foot. Yes. <laughs> and what's neat about the river walk is that it's not inhabited <laughs> early in the morning. <laughs> so it should be wide open. So who it's for, we talked about women, physicians, and dentists. It's about women who want more. And specifically who want to be in community. This, this conference is going to be one that it's not just showing up to check a box. It's showing up with an openness and a willingness to have conversations that might feel difficult or to listen to others who might be struggling without needing to fix or even wanting to fix, but just to witness. And it, it's about uh, just sharing in the magic of the different sessions that will be there, the different speakers and the guides that are going to be there, the different opportunities to try something on and see what, see if it fits. So there's three different types of movements, movement sessions. There's going to be one that's focused on running and walking with you. So excited. One that's more stationary meditation, stretching, maybe yoga uh, with Dr. Robin Tiger. And then there's going to be one that's cardio with Dr. Diana Lake. So there's three options that somebody can choose from. We're going to have some amazing speakers and each woman who attends is going to be part of a small group. So we'll have two speakers and then small group time to process, to have conversations, to think more deeply that about what was shared or about different questions that have come up or different challenges so that we're going farther together. Yeah, I love the the addition of the small group um, sessions because there was a lot to process at at ACE and conversations were happening amongst, you know, tables that we were at and, you know, even afterward at mealtimes and things like that. But having the small groups as a part of the conference will be fantastic. Yeah. So it's like a, it's a small group within a, a larger group that's still pretty small with speakers and guides to really pave the way that somebody can get as much as they want to get out of it. And it's yeah. not mandatory attendance. It is join, participate as much as you want and rest or, or do whatever it is that you need. There are a lot of offerings and not everything is going to fit everyone. And that is totally fine. 
but we want the feeling that somebody feels like they're really cared for and they're being nurtured. So we're working on getting shuttles from the airport from the moment somebody arrives that they just feel like all I got to do is show up ideally with an open heart. (laughs) And with your running sneakers, if you would like to run, walk with us. Yeah. And you're running. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, tell us where we can um, sign up for the conference. <laughs> so easy. It's emerge doctors.com and you can spell it the number four or the word F O R emerge for doctors. They both work.com. I love that. And where, um, where can we find you? Yeah, Maybe your deep podcast. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a podcast. It's called create an unstoppable life. Why? Because that's what I want to experience. And it's the journey of just thinking about different things, different topics, talking with with different individuals on how do we go deeper in who we are and really live from our core. I think so much of my life I've lived from what's socially acceptable or from what, you know, brings positive commentary. You know, like when we say I'm a doctor, it's generally favorable and people are interested and, and we come across as very socially acceptable. And I've learned that it's part of who I am, but I really want to live a life from my core. And I want to see a bigger picture about purpose and meaning. And I want to share my values and I want to share love. And that's what Create an Unstoppable Life is really about. So it's thinking about a particular topic, going deeper. It's free. It's available on all major podcast platforms. Oh, well, thank you, Dina. Thank you for for sharing all of this. I mean, I got a lot of answers to my questions that I've had for a while since 2021. So (laughs) thank you. (laughs) What what were the questions? I really wanted to know, um, you know, you guys had talked to me a little bit about why you wanted to run the marathon, but I just wanted to go a little bit deeper about it. (laughs) Yeah. And what you learned from it. I learned community is essential. And learned I can go only so far on my own. And that when we allow others in, because that's really what it's about, it's about allowing and inviting others into our experience. We can go so much farther. And it's amazing. Like I, I love our friendship. I think it's such a beautiful thing that we got to spend time together just a couple months ago. We're gonna see each other, I imagine again before February. Yeah, we're gonna see each other at the end of July. Yes, I have you on the calendar. (laughs) That's the beautiful thing that happens when we let others into our experience. We share the experience. We grow these beautiful relationships. That's what Emerge is about. That's what the podcast is about. I think that's what your work is about too. Showing people what's on the other side of I can't. Because when we get through that I can't, there's just such a deep, warm feeling of I did it. Mm-hmm. The the world opens up. Well, you open up, but but the world opens up, I think. For sure. And then yeah. it becomes a, what else is there? And it doesn't have to be hard. What else is there? Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining me. If you'd like to join us in San Antonio in February slash March of 2024, I'll leave the link there to sign up and I'll leave the link to Dina's amazing podcast. So thank you for joining me. (laughs) Thank you, my friend. I love you so much. Love you too.